Three, two, one. We're back. Hey, everyone. We are back indeed. This is Alexander Haydarian and Karen Deep Singh for the fucking Build It podcast. Welcome to episode three. The remote edition. The remote edition, indeed. Uh, so for all of you listening, uh, congrats. Today you are guinea pigs for our first remote episode. So yeah, we, And we have no idea what we're doing. Yeah, so this is no going to be a ride. <laughs> so we basically have this disgusting, hideous uh, setup, at least from my end, where I have a microphone connected to a recorder, connected to a PC. It, it looks like a disemboweled robot. I guess that's the best way to describe it. So... Uh, from our tests, things sound okay, but if it doesn't come out as we apologize, we apologize yeah. if the quality is not to where it's been in the past two episodes. Just a heads up, we're getting it right, we're working on it, just like the shit you should be working on. You learn by doing, and so are we. Yeah, like I swear to God, you know, Alex will be my witness. I've been on the phone this entire morning with every single one of my friends who's an audiophile trying to get this figured out. Uh huh. And Ultimately, I've also jerry-rigged a solution that I think is going to work. As Alex said, if this is not up to our usual quality, we apologize. We're getting this figured out, uh, but bear with us. We eventually are going to get there. Yeah, we'll yeah. get there again. Yeah. We're, we're we're doing it. That's that's the thing. It's the first one. First versions always suck. First girlfriends suck. First jobs suck. First anything sucks. Yep. Uh, so we'll get better, and we promise you that this is uh this will be the worst one worst remote ep- in terms of quality audio quality the worst remote episode but the good news is the bar cannot get lower from here so that's true that's true yeah <laughs> very, very good so you gotta you got think positive that that's a that's a good mindset. absolutely uh, so alex but, what are we talking about today so what we're going to talk about is the winner's circle yes the winner's circle and by this we mean really the people around you your friends your colleagues but really pertaining to in terms in terms of in, terms, in the context of your career the people you work with and interact with on a daily basis and the people you choose to surround yourself with in all of those circumstances exactly because that's uh that's something that i feel like doesn't get talked about as much and today we want to talk about it so we're all familiar with the old saying you're the sum of your first five friends and we like to start from there so up to this point, we've really talked about, you know, in terms of, you know, getting whatever it is you're working on project company or trying to get a job. We always for, for, for up to this point, we've talked mostly about you, the individual. And that's obviously important because at the end of the day, you're the one who makes all the decisions or you're the one who has who is in the most control of your journey. However, you don't go on these journeys alone. Nope. you can't do everything alone. You need people to help you along the way. You need to work with people to move you forward. And it really does matter who those people are. You could be a great developer, designer, PM, whatever it is. Or if you want to speak more broadly, you could, in, in really any situation, you could be the best point guard on a basketball team. But if the rest of your team sucks, there's only so far, there's only so much you can get. You can yeah. only get so far with, uh, with you carrying everything. And that really does pertain to in to working in the startup world, trying to get a job, trying to start a business. Because if the people around you, the people who are you working with, you know, they they really do have an impact on how far you go or how close you get to attaining your goals. 
Yep. Yeah. Uh, if I could add anything to that, I think Alex did an incredible summarization of that. I'm going to start off by talking about this topic in the context of who your friend circle is, as opposed to your professional network. Mm -hmm. um, speaking for myself, as someone now in his mid twenties who has had a fair share of friends, you know, at this point in my life, I can look back and I'm able to pretty easily discern who. I've been able to build meaningful relationships with and people that push me to push me to a higher degree and want me to do more with life versus people that didn't. And I think it takes a lot of self-awareness to be able to realize these people in my circle or in my life are good for me and aren't good for me. And in my opinion, that's probably one of the best skill sets you could build for yourself. Um, not just as an entrepreneur, a professional, but as a person, I, I believe that the sooner you're able to identify whether or not a person is of good character is going to be beneficial for you in the long run and will help you achieve the things that you want to do, it's only going to serve you better. And in that same regard, if you are able to see this person may not be the best quality of an individual, nor are they necessarily going to help me in achieving the stuff that I want to do, you could use that as a signal to kind of disassociate yourself with them from, you know, after the fact. And I understand that that sounds very harsh, but one thing I've also learned at this point in my life is you really can't afford to be friends with everyone. Sure, it's going to be awesome to have a million friends that you can call and go get fucked up on a Friday night, this and that, but one resource you can't get back is time. And I think if you're wasting that time mm -hmm. running around with the wrong people, doing the wrong things, that's going to hurt you worse than anything else, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Right. No, I, I agree. And, and uh, what you said about self-awareness, that, that is very important because it really does. And this is, I, I guess, uh, <laughs> to speak a bit more broadly and not for too long, this is a very broad, uh, this is something that you learn as you grow, you know, becoming an adult, you know, because I'm in my late 20s. So Karen Deep is in his mid 20s, about the same age. I, I guess that's my trying to tell myself I'm still young. Um, but uh, that is a good point because what you learn as you grow uh, is that some people are just great. aren't good for you. There aren't, they aren't good for you. And some are good for you. And also, but, all, but also, I guess, guess to get a bit more granular, some people are like your friends. They're great for certain things and not so great for other things. Like I have friends and I'm sure you do. And everybody does uh, has friends who are great to hang out with. To like you just want to have fun. You just want to play video games. You just want to get fucked up, whatever, whatever it is, whatever tickles your fancy. And that's fine versus, but these are also not people necessarily you want to work with yes, because these could be people who are very you know they're too laid back they have a slacker attitude they don't like to further themselves and you don't want to surround yourself with those people in situations where that where you need to be doing the exact opposite of that especially uh, in a long-term context absolutely like i have friends from high school who are funny who I, I love hanging out with when i see them but I can't really do much besides that. I can't work with them. I can't start anything with them. I can't say, hey, let's go build this or let's go uh, do that because they have like a slacker mentality. And it's not, you know, it's nothing against them. It's just you have to have that awareness that 
some friends or some people in your life, you can only do certain things with. And yes. that also goes in the converse. I and mean, yes, there are people like people who you work with, your coworkers, they're great to work with in terms of getting something done, but they're not necessarily people you want to go hang out with all the time. And that's, and that's fine. And the sooner you realize that, the better, because again, going off what Karen Deep said, and I think we discussed this actually uh, last week with the Momentum episode, uh, time really is something that you cannot get back. It is, no. in my view, more important than uh, money, you know, because yeah, there's all saying, like if somebody said, oh, if, if, they, if someone gave me $10 million, if someone gave me a choice between $10 million and give me, give me 10 more years of life back, or like, let me to allow me to, to redo the past 10 years, I would do the past 10 years. You know, people would say, why should you take 10 million? I said, okay, well, if I redo the 10 years and I F up, well, okay, now I can get the 10 million. Now I know better. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So that is, that is something that you have to learn the hard way, especially when it's your friends, you know, like you have, you know, because some of these friends could be people you've been close with your whole life, you know, childhood friends and having that realization that you can't do everything with them. It's, it's a tough pill to swallow, but you have to take it. Because it's, you know, I have childhood friends that, you know, when you're a kid, the sky's the limit. You think, oh, we're going to do this together. We're going to do that. We're going to start a, you know, we're going to become like a, a, make a band or whatever it is you're doing. And you realize eh, it's not really the kind of person who you can work with uh, on something that requires a commitment. Yeah. And you know what, if I could add on to that at all, mm-hmm. I think there's, there's tons of articles and books and podcasts and interviews that you can listen to and be able to build up that skill set for being a good judgment of character and being able to discern who is going to be a person of quality that you could do incredible things with. Mm-hmm. However, I think I will add how I was able to build up those qualities while I was able to get a significant amount of them by reading books and you know doing everything I just mentioned. A lot of that just comes from experience Mm. and you're going to be in some fucked up situations and some (laughs) fucked up relationships. And you know what? That's just a reality. You gotta be able to accept if you're not willing to go through that experience, you're never going to be able to make inaccurate determination of who a person actually is. And I think in on the flip side as well, you will also learn a lot about yourself from those experiences as well. You're going to be able to figure out, Okay, in this type of a situation, when I'm faced with this kind of an individual, this is the kind of individual that I am, which I think I can make a pretty solid argument that that's probably even more important, building up that self-awareness and then being able to take that and apply that to every single person you encounter. And I think the sooner you get that experience, the better that's going to set you up to succeed in any sort of a vertical in life. Yeah, uh, because you have to, if you think about projects that, we've worked on Karen deep. Uh, we're not going to name names, but we've had projects where the people are, I don't want to say necessarily bad to work with, but they're people who you can tell that they don't have a commitment to the project. They're really just joining to pal around. And I've seen this in, you know, school projects. I've seen this in, you know, any job I've had where, yeah, when, when there's downtime, it's great to chick chat with them, but when it's time to go, you gotta go. You gotta go, and they don't really have the same connection. They're, they don't really have the same commitment that you have. Like they don't understand. Okay, playtime's over. Fun time's over. We got shit to do right now. Like the yep. you know the ship is is sinking. We gotta we gotta keep it afloat. We gotta put a fire out. We gotta we got you know it's it's you know it's go time. You know we we can't goof around. And 
you know, when you, when you do have people who are, you're, you know, I, I think it's tricky because when it's someone you don't really care about, you kind of are okay just being blunt with them. But if it's someone who's really chill with you, someone who's really cool with you, like you like talking to on a personal level, you, it's really hard to, to tell them to cut the yeah. bullshit and get to work because, you know, you don't want to ruin a good friendship. Right. And, right. But yeah. You like, know what? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah. And then, you know, there's a right way to do it. There's a wrong way to do it. But you have to, you know, accept the fact that, okay, at one point or at some point, you're going to have to tell them. You have to put your foot on the ground and say, okay, Bob, you're cool, but we got work to do. And Bob ideally will have a moment of clarity and say, oh, shit, you're right. I need to stop moving off. Let's get to work. Or Bob, Hope, you know, say, peace out. I'm good. Say, hey man, well, come on, dude. I thought we're cool. It's like, why are you saying that? Why are you being so rough? And you know, yeah, you don't want to be too rough, but also remember that's kind of a good, I mean, you gotta also look at it. Away. This is a sign that they're not someone you want to work with and you should yep. probably keep your interactions with them limited to things that are so, simply fun. Yeah. Something not work related. Actually, I was going to dive into a point mm-hmm. um, kind of as a tangent to that. If you're working with someone professionally and you find yourself in a situation similar to what you had just said, where you said, I can't really approach this person in this manner. No, now granted, I'm not saying be a dick and say, do this or get the fuck out, right? But if your relationship with that person is to the point where you're even a little bit afraid to go to them and press them a little bit to say, yo, this has to get done. If you're just consistently walking around eggshells with that person, that goes back to what I just said a second ago. You you should take that as a signal like, all right, if I'm afraid to even have a word with this guy about his terrible work habits, mm-hmm. that's not a guy I need to be working with. Exactly. And of course, that's really, really fucking hard, you know, for people to accept because, you know, when you want to go build something with your friends, you want to say, all right, we build together, we're all going to eat together, right? But the reality... Mm-hmm. A lot of times is, you know, you guys, as you said, you can be great friends, but you're not going to be able to work together professionally in that manner. And if you guys can't even get to that reality and can't accept that, there's zero chance that whatever you're working on is ever going to turn into something meaningful. And that fucking sucks to say. Yeah, it does. Because, Because, you know, yeah, no one's ever going to succeed in that set of circumstances. So, you know, be real with yourself and say, if I'm not even willing to talk to this person and be able to work this out or even seek a resolution with this person, you better take that as an indicator of what's going to come if you don't listen to yourself in that circumstance. Yeah. And I, I like to say going off, uh, I, I guess, as a corollary to what you were saying, that the people who you have very frequent interactions with, even if they're in a limited setting, like let's say it's just work or it's just friends, you have to be able to be to open up with them when necessary. If you always have to put on a facade that everything is great or we don't talk about this, we don't talk about that, then you're lying to yourself, you're lying to yourself and it, you're going to bottle things up down the road. You may not see it right now, but it's just going to be something that, you know, it, it's like a it builds an builds echo. Builds. It, there's no moment when the echo is loud. It's just gradually it becomes louder and louder. You can't pinpoint exactly when you started hearing it but you're going to eventually hear it. And that's the same thing when you bottle these things up, you know, like, okay, one thing isn't too bad. One. Okay. Two things isn't too bad, three things, but eventually it's just going to fester inside of you. And then you, you're going to feel terrible bottling it in. So yeah, you need to have people, you know, like you have to understand like, okay, first of all, 
if they can't commit, at least draw the line. I kind oh. of view it as a good analogy. Um, the people I go to the gym with, you know, like, or I have friends. I tend to go to, I don't go to the gym with strangers. I go to the gym with friends, but I have learned through experience. There are some friends who I'm very close with friends who are almost like family that whenever we went to the gym, they just wanted to talk. And I don't go to the gym to talk. Like, honestly, yeah, I go to work out and I've, you know, people like they just want to gossip, gossip. And I'm just trying to get a workout. And I'm like, okay, can you shut the fuck up? I'm trying to lift this goddamn weight. You know, like, and I got it. And I'm just like, you know, that's not the kind of person you want in the gym. No, it's okay to have some small talk like, oh, man, you know, dang, that was a heavy weight. Yeah, dude. All right. Go back to work versus, hey, you remember what uh, what David was doing two weeks ago? Like, I don't give a shit about David right now. I give a shit about lifting this weight. And I've had to tell them, I said, okay, hey, when we're in the gym, let's not let's not talk about these. things. I'm here to work out. We can talk about this stuff anytime. We're only here for like 30 minutes to an hour. Let's just agree not to talk about it. Some of them have said, you got it. My bad. And then some of them have said, hey, way to be a you know, way to be a party pooper, way to way to not want to socialize. I'm like, I don't come here to socialize. That's kind of a good analogy. It's, 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 it's in my view, a great analogy to what we're talking about. You can replace gym with company, with workplace, with whatever it is you're trying to do. A person who gossips with you while you're trying to work out in the gym is not a person you want to take to the gym. Yep. Ever. Yep. Yeah. You know, like one of my friends, I, I only go to the gym with him because he helps me out. Cause he, he knows more about lifting and, you know, fitness than I do. So, okay. It's worth, you know, him, like I get a benefit out of it from our conversations. Um, and you have to draw that line. If there's someone, if, if let's say, okay, I'm sorry. I just like gossiping in the gym. It's my way of distracting myself from a workout, from the stress of a workout, from the, you know, fatigue, that, fair enough. People have their own ways of coping and that's fine. It's just, okay. You draw the line that, all right. Maybe we can work something out like, all right, when I'm done, then I can chat with you because I need to cool off anyway so we can talk. Or how about we just don't go to the gym together? We can go hang out. We can get dinner. We can play video games. We can you know, watch TV. We can watch movies, but we cannot go to the gym together. Mm-hmm. And you set that line clear. And if they don't want that, then uh, maybe you should cut them out. <laughs> I know. Uh, so, yeah, you really want to find out early whether or not they add to whether or not they really add to your life or they add to what you're trying to uh, where, where you're trying to move yourself towards and the sooner yeah. you find that out the better yeah and if i could add anything else onto what you had just said it i'll tie it back to something you had said earlier mm-hmm. um those kinds of friends would probably be really good for just sitting on your sitting out in front of your garage on a friday night drinking beers and just talking shit right mm-hmm. um those aren't the kind of friends like you said you wanted a gym you want in a work setting you want a, in a professional setting And I think this also goes back to what I had said towards the very beginning of the call, which was you're really going to find out who these people are or be able to make a judgment of them as you experience talking to more people. Mm -hmm. You know, I've built up to the point and I'm not saying this as to brag or anything, but I've kind of built my judgment skills up to the point where usually within like a couple of minutes of meeting a person i can figure out all right you know what i can get down with this person i think this is someone i can be cool with and also be able to determine kind of where in my life they would fit okay is this a professional i want to person i want to work with professionally is this a person i would just want to hang out with 
go on hikes, you know, go, go to dinner, hang out or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And again, I think I really only got that by putting myself out there, putting myself in a lot of terrible circumstances <laughs> and a lot of terrible relationships. Um, I feel like yeah, buddy. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you know what? If I could give that advice to anybody, I would say, you know, I man, just go out there and do it. If people reject you or if you, people don't like you, oh, yeah. fuck them. Who cares? You know, they're probably not going to be in your life for the long term, anyways. Yeah. And I'm also a firm believer that the people that are meant to be in your life for the long term are going to be there in the long term as well. Um, yeah, I, I kind of, I guess, like, <laughs> something like I noticed, like older people generally don't give a shit about things that we worry about because i guess they know okay uh this is not a person i want. like they, they, they like it's just something i've noticed like it's like, like a funny tangent like okay like when we're young you know like a teenager to young adult you care about what people think and you should you know you don't want to be too too uh too reclusive and uh ignorant but it's just like okay when you're like nine like seven years old like you know bullshit is not worth your time and your desire to like your your I guess whatever concern you have about making someone feel bad is just outweighed by the knowledge that my time is limited and I don't want to waste it with this person's bullshit. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. yeah. So for better or worse, I see where old people come from, older older people come from, and I I guess I can I see myself in that position right now, being twenty seven, uh, for like a couple more days. And happy early birthday, by the way. Yeah, bir- birthday's uh, in two days, so. Uh, just to, like just putting it out there um but yeah now i see like i like some of my cousins who are like 19 20 18 16 they're like oh my god alex what is this? i'm like i don't care like i'm just like you're worrying about nothing uh, but yeah, again yeah that's yeah. something you learn the hard way because when i was their age i was thinking like that you know it's, oh yeah it's, I, there, I would freak out over the smallest shit <laughs> oh yeah like you know i used to worry about you know like oh my god what are people thinking about what i'm wearing i'm like okay um it's not provocative it's not you know, obscene. So I don't care. So it's like, it's like, you know, what is worth stressing about and what isn't worth stressing about. And you can, and you get that over time, you, you build get that, that over, time over time and you learn that about people. Okay. It's not worth putting up with someone's bullshit because you're afraid to lose them or you think you're not going to make any new friends or that you think this is the best you can do in terms of a job, or this is the best, you know, developer you're going to meet, or this is the best designer you're going to meet. No, no. If you know your worth, you will find people who appreciate and respect your value. Yeah. Never and let the fear of being alone or, you know, not, not, and not to get too, I guess just keep it focused in the whole career aspect. Don't let the fear of maybe losing a job or quitting a business or an endeavor, whatever. Don't let that stop you from bettering yourself. Yeah. Sometimes the team is just bad. It could be one person. It could also be a group of people. It may not just necessarily be one person. It could be like the whole team. Like there, are, there are jobs I've been in where it's very clicky. You know, like you feel like you're left out, but you don't want to say anything because you feel like this is the only this is the best you can do. And yeah, so it's like you have to you know learn if you know your value and you know you can do better. Cut the do cord, better. leave. Yes. And yeah. speaking of cut the cord and leave, uh, we actually have to get going ourselves right now. Uh, because we do have things to do and Karen Deep and I being good friends don't want to hold each other back. So I think we're going to wrap it up for this episode. Unless yeah, Karen Deep, you yeah. had any closing thoughts you want to add. Yeah, you fuckers need to be like Alex and I. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Yes. See, you know what? I'm, if, if I met this guy when I was 19, like, oh, I don't want to make you feel bad. I'm looking at him right now on my screen. We got to get the fuck going. And I mean this in the nicest possible way. We got shit to do. 
I'm sure you guys got shit to do. So, so do it. Fucking so get do on it. it. Fucking do it. Fucking build it. All right, we'll guys. See you guys next week. That's it for this episode. Yes, this has been the fucking build up. Uh, this has been the fucking build up podcast with Alex and Karen Deed, and we will talk to you next Saturday. Have a good weekend, you guys. Take care, guys.